Sugar Baker Podcast Maker, the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy, from recipe favourites to biscuit chat. So, guys, welcome to the podcast. Would you like to introduce yourselves? So, I'm Claudia, and we have hams in and together we make up two foodies in a pod two foodies in a pod yeah we have another podcast a food podcast so we're very excited to be on this food podcast yeah, it's nice to join up with other foodies and these guys are also food bloggers if you want to follow yeah. them oh yeah <laughs> yeah so um, I'm not just Tamsin. I am also brunch about on Instagram where I sort of blog and do instagram reels of like the best brunch spots in southwest mm. london usually or like top foodie spots in the city of london um so yeah if you're interested in finding out the best places to eat in london brunch about and also she videos really good eggs on brunch about it's incredible yeah i just started um, a new series it's yeah. london's top egg pop because it rhymes pop. um and then i have just my own personal food blog on instagram called corby's hungry tummy because i'm always hungry if you meet me i could eat anything at any time well thank you for that best introductions i think i've ever had (laughs) (laughs) so how about some food questions yes I, i absolutely love food just to put it out there well, I'd be sad if you didn't because this would not be the podcast for you. <laughs> okay, so what did you have for supper last night? So are we going last night or are we going just now? You can say just now. I was thinking right. that. I've just had the most incredible meal. So my right. mum made me spaghetti bolognese, spag bol, but she made focaccia with it. Like... She just it just popped out the oven. She's like, "Oh, I've got this focaccia," and I was like, "Uh, yes, please." So me and my friend, isn't it? (laughs) Oh yeah, just on a Monday night, I'm gonna make some focaccia. Okay, cool. Um, so I've just had that with some mince pies afterwards. Beautiful, um, and a little bit of um, fizzy pop, pink fizzy pop as well because it's my sister's birthday, so we had to celebrate. And obviously, because she's. Uh, well, underage, i got a drink for her. Nice one. <laughs> exactly. What did you have to have? My one's slightly different. I went kind of like Scandi vibes. I always mm. feel in winter I need to up my like vitamin D. And so <laughs> I just become really obsessed with like mackerel and like fatty fishes. Yum. And so Lidl does a really good um, lemon and parsley smoked mackerel and so I kind of turn that into a bit of a pate and then have that on like a nice sort of toasted bit of bread with like salad and everything so you're getting in your mm. nice veg you've got your mackerel and also mackerel pate people sell it in gastropubs and restaurants as being a sort of like high-end cuisine kind of thing on the menu it's actually the most easy thing, easy thing. to make and it is so mm. tasty so that's what I had for dinner Quick one. Have you tried mackerel fried rice? No, that no. sounds incredible. Yeah, my mum makes that as well. Mackerel, loads of veggies in there. Fry it all up. Beaut. It's just so healthy as well. It makes you feel good after. Yeah. You both had great dinners. <laughs> oh, what did you, you have? <laughs> yeah. I was not healthy. Um, <laughs> I had <laughs> leftover Indian takeaway. Oh, that's still good though. I've been craving that for so long. (laughs) Yeah, I had been craving it for months. I went home um, this weekend, just gone. And um, my dad was like, shall we have a takeaway as you're home? Mm. And I was like, yes, please. Um, So, yeah, it was great. Question. Would you eat curry? Do you eat curry cold, like the morning after? Would you do that for breakfast? That depends if I'm hungover or not. Oh, that is good answer. Yeah, that is good. So if I was hungover, then yes. But no, if I wasn't. What about you? 
Yeah. So me and my brother, we used to always mix up cold curry with the rice and like we'd get all the leftovers of all the curries and mix it up a bit like a sort of biryani because that yeah. is essentially what a biryani is. And yeah, I, I'm obsessed. I, I don't get it. I mean, in India, that's what they eat anyways yeah. in the mornings. You know, they have curry and rice in the mornings. It's just, I don't know why we've made it so weird in England to have normal savory foods for breakfast. So what was your favorite kind of food while you were growing up? Oh, you know what I, I can think of right now. Go on. It just popped into my head and it's such a like naughty thing. And it's not something I necessarily have now. <laughs> naughty. naughty. Um, just a Victoria sponge cake. Oh. And like when I was younger, I used to then put it in like a glass of milk, right? And then like flavor, it would flavor like don't. If only you could see our faces right now. We are very I short. know, I know. But like, you know, like just sort of cake and milk. It's like a cookies and milk thing. Yeah. But I would just have it with milk and then sometimes put it into the milk and it would flavor the milk and it'd be, yeah, it'd be incredible. Don't knock it till you try it. Yeah. I have heard like cake and milk is goes really well. Um, I don't know, maybe going back to my mum again, she makes a really good chili con carne as well. So like these big dishes that you can feed lots with, she's really good at doing that with a bit of cheese. Well, that's another question. Do you put cheese on your chili con carne? Ooh, yeah. Lots. Yeah, I did. Had it on like literally yesterday for lunch and put cheese on it. Yeah. So my friend, I went to her house once years ago and they made chili con carne. I went, oh, so I can have some cheese, please. And they all looked at me like I was a weirdo. I thought, hmm, I think it's you lot. Yeah, yeah. they definitely are. But yeah, so that's my fave. I mean, I assume this has been asked on previous podcasts, but have you got a childhood favourite? This is, I, it always throws me when people actually ask me questions because I never think that I'm going to ask yeah. that be asked. Um, so I am a picky eater, um, but of the foods that I love, I love them wholeheartedly. I say I'm a picky eater. I just don't eat that much meat. That's basically it. Yeah. Um, but pasta is my one true love. Just pasta in gen- general. Mm. I love pasta. Mm. Um, all pastas. What's your um, favorite like shape of pasta? Again, it depends on my mood. Um, but all the I, sauce. Yeah, I think um, a rigatoni is really good. But we've spoken about this. That was an Italian episode, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was. was. <laughs> um, um, listeners, I was binging their podcast all of today. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like I've been talking to them all day. Because <laughs> <laughs> I answer back. I don't know oh, if do anyone you? else does this when they listen to podcasts, but I talk back, but I well, don't know I'm if just, that's weird. <laughs> there's some podcasts I'm laughing my head off and I just, you can't help yourself though, but yeah. it is like people are just like talking to you, especially. Ours, yeah. ours is literally like we're having a conversation anyway, yeah. so it feels, if people are, that's what we want though. We want people when they're listening, it's almost just, you know, that standard chat that you might have in the office or when, when yeah. you're studying about food and everyone does oh. it. So we just want people to feel like that. Exactly. And it totally does. Because as I said, I said before we started recording, as I already feel like I already know you guys because yeah. I've listened Aww. to so many hours. <laughs> That's nice That's to hear. So yeah, it is really nice to hear. Maybe we witter too much. <laughs> we do. <laughs> and what is your current favourite kind of food? So I think this is really obvious for me. I love... Asian food. There's something about Asian food. It's just incredible. Ramen. I won't whistle on about that too much, but <laughs> it is just, there's something about that. Just like we said, with the egg on top, just a nice warm soup. That's what you want on a day like today. Um, I think Asian, Asian food in general is just, I don't know if that's maybe like quite underrated some Asian food like people are always like oh Italian food is just so good Italian food is incredible there's something about just obviously Asia is a very big place but it's just always so I just did a Malaysian cooking class the other day oh, the yeah. other week and wow you wouldn't like you'd always think oh yeah like Thai food or Chinese food or whatnot but Malaysian blew my mind but yeah. This is why we're very similar because I think Italian food is overhyped, but it's still everyone's favourite. Whereas I think yeah. me and you, we go down the more, yeah, Asian 
style cuisines well that's where we met tam so it's true it's very true (laughs) um my favorite food right now i mean i might just have to go basic it's been my love for so long just brunch foods like poached eggs poached eggs eggs in general you just you yeah it is literally on brand promise like this isn't marketing me coming across but <laughs> messaging and branding because sure? that's what I do for a job yeah um yeah keeping up the brand image but no like I think especially to be fair eggs in winter eggs all year round you can do them in certain ways and it just fits like right now I could have a really really nice heartwarming truffle scrambled eggs with a bit of cheese on top or something it's really warming really nurturing or in summer have a poached egg on some avo or you know it's just like it's so versatile eggs are just the most versatile thing and you can't go wrong did you um hear our last episode on mexican i'm on the spot i'm not there yet yeah oh my god there no, is, no spoilers. I'm not no going to give a spoiler, but there is something in there that my friend has said that has changed her life. Oh my Pam, god! You know no. what I mean. Oh. It's changed her life. There's a dark side to one of our favorite ingredients. Let's not and give I away, it. Go spoiler listen to the podcast, guys. Yeah, I'll link that episode in the description <laughs> if you haven't. It's a really good episode. It. It's a really good episode. To be fair, because I was also going to say, if not, I am on a bit of a Mexican themed thing like i'm just craving fajitas all mm, the time yum. yum 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 very yeah, fair yeah i know i was obsessed with tacos for like the last month mm, yeah mm. nice nice oh just every type of food i'm like yes give it to me <laughs> give it <laughs> and i'm eaten <laughs> <laughs> okay so what is your current favorite place or restaurant to eat at <laughs> I'll let you go first, Sam, because I keep going first. Oh, okay. Hogging the spotlight. Um, right. So I've been thinking about this a lot. I'm not going to go for London places because London is just a hub of every cuisine everywhere. And also it's too big. It's too big. You know, whereas, so I'm going to do a little, sh- so both of my mum and my dad both live by the sea now. Mm. And there is so I love fish I just love fish in general and there is one really really good spot in Norfolk on the Norfolk Broads and it's called Bure River Cottage and I've been going there since I was 11 when I first started sailing and it does the best cooked fish menu ever and it's nothing bougie nothing fancy it's literally you get a choice of different types of fish different ways that it's cooked like a grilled sea bream or even like some lobster or fresh chroma crab and you just order that on its own and then you just get a side of really well cooked buttered veg and potatoes and it's what me and Corby talk about on our podcast all the time just getting simple ingredients at their very most simple you know part oh. they haven't been bouged up or anything yeah literally they're there you go thanks finishing my sentence yeah um sandwiches yeah just the most simple form and just sort of elevated ever so slightly but still retaining their simplicity and Mm. why they're so tasty on their own so yeah that that's a good spot um yeah that's mine well mine is not as hasn't got a story like that really it's just (laughs) Hayashi is a Japanese place in Lam. Spoken about it loads. I was about to go there at the weekend, but I don't think they had space. Sad. Um, so I love Hayashi. Um, there's also another go-to um, that me and my boyfriend, like whenever we're just feeling lazy. So on Friday, we went to the gym and we're like, oh, we could do with just a big fat pizza. Went to this place called Durham Brew in Warwick. And they've been rated the best pizza in England. Wow. wow. I know. And I tell you, they are. It is just amazing. I have the Rene, and that is like caramelized onions and little bacon lardon. Is it lardons? Yeah, so. nice. Yeah. Um, with some vegan cheese. So they have vegan cheese and uh, vegan brie. That's really good. Vegan brie. Damn, I've never heard of vegan brie. I know. How's that? So, yeah, no, it's good. It's incredible. Um, so they're my two go-tos, two faves at the moment. Oh, so, thanks. 
thank you both for those. I'm going to definitely stalk them later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what is a kind of food that you used to dislike and now you do like? Prawns. Just prawns. Yeah, but you still don't like king prawns, but that's just because they're messy, I guess. Yeah, it's not the taste of them. They are just a faff and I have been burnt. My yeah. fingers have been burnt to hell by a place. It was a tapas tapas place in Birmingham and I ordered these king prawns and they're just swimming in this boiling hot oil stuff or sort of sauce and I'm thinking and I've got to pull this head off <laughs> no so I refuse <laughs> to order them for starters um but yeah before I started my degree so maybe three years ago I didn't like them um and my friend was like no you've got to like prawns and look at me now Mine's a bit more basic, I think. Um, I feel most kids don't like mushrooms anyways. Still don't. I still don't. Oh, well, there you go. But I used to dislike mushrooms um, and then started having them on pizzas because they tasted slightly different and then sort of eased my way into it. And now I just love mushrooms, like Mm. all shapes, you know, sizes. I literally had mushrooms tonight. Um, There's a really cool way that you can just literally, because they're full of so much moisture, you don't even need to oil them and just put them in the oven with a bit of salt and pepper. And they cook in their own juices and you don't need like butter or anything that most people put in. And it, it just, it retains the flavor and it's not got that slimy texture that I think is what, normally puts people off them and so yeah no I love mushrooms I mean I'll have sautéed mushrooms there was this place in Exeter as well that taught me how to love mushrooms it was my favorite brunch spot in Exeter where I went to uni and they just did the most incredible mushrooms I still don't know exactly what it was this day but it had this incredible umami flavor so it's either miso or marmite that they put in there but oh my god best mushrooms ever Mm -mm -mm. so yeah um, used to hate them, now love them. Very fair. I like both of those answers. I <laughs> don't eat either of your answers, though. <laughs> <laughs> Is that but, the picky side coming out? <laughs> well, yes, but also I'm allergic to seafood. So. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. You're missing out. That's my biggest fear. Biggest <laughs> fear. See, um, no offence, but my biggest fear would definitely be no dairy. So... <laughs> Yeah, see, it's something I've had to deal with now for too long. Yeah. And now, now my dad has actually become dairy intolerant with me. So he's either a supporter or just weak like me. Um, but he's been trying to, he's, instead of just being like, you know what, I'm dairy free. He's been testing every single bit of dairy. I'm going to try this cheese. I'm going to try this milk or this type of milk. Oh, I just think, just, just accept your fate. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's not too bad. <laughs> I love this question. So what is your current favourite vegetable? Spring onions. Nice. That's one. a good answer, isn't it? Thank you, guys. That's really good. <laughs> um, for me right now, I am loving broccoli. And, oh. you know, like just roast, roast broccoli as well. Not many people roast it. They either, you know, like pan... No, not even pan fry it. They'll just boil it straight up. Are you talking about normal broccoli or long stem? No, so like long stem, fair play. Like they are the bougiest, they're the best. But no, this is just normal broccoli straight up. Chop it and no food waste as well. Just chop up the stalk as well. And it's so, so tasty. Mm. Yeah, it is so good. Like I see Jemima like nodding along. Like this is, yeah, literally just chop the whole thing up drizzle it with a bit of olive oil and seasoning, put it in the oven for about 20, 25 minutes. And yum, it yum, is yum. so gorgeous. You can have it with anything in salads, alongside, you know, a piece of fish, meat, whatever, you know, anything. Yeah, totally agree. I love broccoli, but I talk about that way too often. <laughs> um, my favourite way to have broccoli is making this like spicy um, peanut sauce. It's like a satay, mm. but even more extra chili because that's great and then you just um bake it in the oven with this lovely sauce on top and it's the broccoli is like crispy and crunchy mm. and then you've got that chili peanut butter it's so good wow 
that literally sounds like my perfect thing because I am obsessed with peanut butter so you have to send me the recipe that was um I don't know if you watched the program the Jamie Oliver's cookbook challenge um the winner of that was Dominique Wolf and the recipe is from her cookbook I'm obsessed with it I think you would also be obsessed with it because it's easy Asian cooking oh yeah nice I have to make that that sounds so good yeah I'll send you the recipe please do okay so in your opinion what is an overrated food mushrooms (laughs) (laughs) me after talking about it I know sorry but I do think maybe mushrooms are overrated but I just I think I've tried them too many times like I've gone right let's give them another go and they've just never I don't know they've never gone down but I think that is my overrated food well my overrated food I do have a thing not against Italian because I do love it (laughs) I do think it is overrated and I also used to be obsessed with pasta you're gonna hate me on this one but like I do think pasta is overrated (laughs) I I, I do think it is overrated you can do so many other things like it is good if you nail a pasta dish if it's like fresh pasta and you know like in a really good sauce a really authentic traditional Italian place fair game but I just think pasta is just so overdone nowadays I mean there's way more fun funky cuisines to try out um Mm. Like if you're going to do pasta, do it properly. But I think people nowadays, they just sort of stick a Lloyd Grossman tomato sauce on top of pasta. And it's just, you know, it's just over, it's just overdone, overrated. Fair. I, I know I said I love pasta, but I think it's just because it's that midweek thing where I'm like, what am I craving? It's easy, yeah. And it's pasta. Or yeah. stir fry. Mm, yum. Mm. Nice. Yeah, my go-to midweek meals. It's also peanut butter because I'm obsessed mm. with it. Um, is spicy peanut butter stir fry with soba noodles. Oh, nice. That sounds nice. nice. Which is taking the uh, Wagamama yakisoba soba recipe and then switching it up and adding the Dominique sauce to the stir fry. That wow. sounds so good. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Oh my God, made these up. recipes. Yeah. I need that. Um, okay, so what do you think is an underrated food? I'm going to put it out there that I think eggs are really underrated. I had to think about this one because me and Tam talk about it a lot. We talk about them a lot. They're incredible. They're amazing. But I never hear anyone else talking about them. I just thought, mm, does my dad talk about them? No. If I was to sit there and go, oh, eggs are amazing. He'd be like, uh, what? So I think they're very underrated because they're, they're, they're very just versatile. so versatile. Yeah. I mean, even the fact, so you know that they come in their different forms, like, you know, you've got your scrambled, your poached, your yeah, fried, yeah, your boiled. Yeah. They're still used in, let's say, a Spanish tortilla. They make yeah. up the bulk of a Spanish tortilla or a souffle. Uh, like, or they go in a cake. Know, they, get, they know everything. Eggs. They are the glue of most yeah. ingredients. So 100%. I think eggs. Yeah, I, I would agree with you there. To add another thing that I think is underrated is probably, I mean, we've been talking about it already and it's very hit and miss, but I think it's peanut butter still. I would still yeah. I would still do so much like once again as you were saying so I'm a person that would have it out the jar and people Me think of peanut butter on toast or you know yeah exactly but the fact that you've just been talking about peanut butter in with a chili sauce adding it to your stir fry it it is used and you know what once I made hummus with peanut butter because it acts <sighs> similar to a tahini literally it is so underrated in the additional things you can do with it so yeah yeah I love Agree peanut peanut yeah. butter sandwich with some or even like a peanut butter on toast with some banana on top mm. it's so mm. once again more versatile than you think yeah it actually yeah. is 100% agree nice okay so who is your current favorite food person okay this is very random from me <laughs> there's has have either of you watched uh below deck no Oh, guys, come on. (laughs) Right, so there's one of the chefs on there. So do you understand the concept of blow deck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So one of the chefs on there, he 
absolute nutcase on the program but thought i'd give him a stalk and he like he's one of those like camper live outside kind of men and he'll just do all these videos and they're like proper um film atomic what's the word tam i thought you'd know it <laughs> filmatonic cinema cinema C- cin- that one cinematic yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like <laughs> reels on instagram and like he just makes all of these these like wild foods in the forest um with oh, his little cool. van um and i haven't made any of his recipes because i feel like i need a little bonfire outside but <laughs> i just feel like they just watching him make food he's definitely my favorite at the moment nice um my one i don't like him as a person i don't think but i am obsessed with him on instagram um thomas straker the butter guy oh yeah (laughs) um i think he's pretentious but he knows his food and the fact that he's just opened up a new spot in notting hill and i have been looking at the menu and the stuff he's making and it does look so good and he knows his food and he knows his butters and i just think his episodes are so like he set off that other one it's like there's a new one that's copying him and it's like all about the sauce there's a guy trying to copy him on all things butter ah. um but i loved those butter recipes and once again something that is underrated is flavored butter and it's so simple to do i remember mm. one time i went to a really nice restaurant and it was marmite butter and it just elevated the dish and then smoked butters truffle butters like a flavored butter can make all the difference from something nice to something incredible especially um, on a nice warm bit of sourdough you can't go wrong. I'm stalking him now and wowie. What that looks yum. Yeah, I might yeah, have to give he, him a follow. He knows his stuff. I do follow him and I really want to go to his new restaurant, Strakers in Notting Hill. Um, but it's booked up. But oh, we'll see. Is it? I'll get there. Oh. Yeah. If not, we could have gone. Yeah. Okay, so what was the last cookbook or recipe you enjoyed using? So... I bought one recently from an Instagram account that's called Mob. So M-O-B. I love Mob so much. Wow. Yeah, so, so good. Oh, you're going to go get it? Oh, she's going to go get it. I feel everyone that's young and likes food should have their Mob recipe cookbook. Yeah, I got the most recent one that's called Fresh. And it is so good. And me and my friend, um, we always make foodies together. Oh, wow. You have so many. I have all the mob cookbooks. This is a drinking game on this podcast. How long <laughs> into the episode will I mention mob? Uh, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, have you got fresh at the moment? I do, but it's at my it's with my mum at home because she was using it last. Um, but I can't live without. The veggie one, the speedy one, and the original one, because I literally cook oh, from them nice. every week. Oh, wow. Yeah, see, mine's over on my windowsill, and I love it. I was just saying that me and my friend, we make food loads. Um, well, I say we. She's a really good cook, so I just sit there and I'll moan about my life while she cooks me an amazing meal. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we've made a few from that book, and it's incredible. Have you tried... I think it's this the gr- very green or super green udon. I haven't. I have seen that one. It's so good. Is it good? Okay, I'll have to give that that one a try next. I also, Mob says not to do this, but I do recommend warming it slightly. They say oh, prepare okay. it cold as a salad. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. And what, I like warm things. Sorry, we've got on a tangent because I love <laughs> Mob. <laughs> Thing That's is, okay. mine's also a mob. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, Which it mob? Really mob but it wasn't really a mob, but I found it. Like I was trying to, while you guys were talking about mob, I was trying to scroll and find the one that I had on my saved recipes that I tried. And basically, I'm obsessed with feta right now. Used to hate. That's another thing. Used to hate feta. Love it now. Um, mm. And there's nothing better than a whipped feta. Right. So I've been trying to pair off things with a whipped feta. And I mean, I can show you guys, no one will see, but it's Mm. a glazed carrot on top of a whipped feta. Mm. And Mob posted it a few weeks back and I saved it and tried it and it was incredible. And then that got me in a whipped feta phase. And then I sort of start, I found another recipe and it was from, I've forgotten her name. It's like eat more plants or something like that. Or yeah, something, I don't know. 
Um, and it was crispy cannelli beans on whipped feta. And mm. it's just so good. It's just because I love Lebanese food and it's very similar to a labne. And yeah. yeah, exactly. And just dipping things. I'm a bit of a sort of dipper, snacker kind of person. So it's just carrot sticks and hummus elevated, basically. And if you like sauces and dipping things, if you like dipping bread, um, do you follow Zena? Zena's Kitchen. Nice. I'll do that right now. She has so many amazing recipes. Um, she was on that cookbook program. And that's how I found her originally. Um, she has amazing recipes. And recently she's been doing a series of like dipping recipes. So dips that you elevate and then you just oh my have God, lovely bread and then just scoop it all up. Oh my God, she did a whipped feta and yeah. carrot one as well. That's what I was thinking. It might even be the same one because she worked with Mob for a bit. No, it was a different one, oh. but it looks very similar. Oh my God, incredible. She's so good. I think you'd love Zen at both of you, to be fair. Yeah, I'm followed already. Yeah, she's so good. Oh my God, it looks incredible. I do recognise her, maybe from the mob. Yeah, probably. Oh my God, she did one with Sepsis. I love Sepsis. Me too. He goes to my gym. He's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) I've been in the same, this sounds so stalkery. I've been in the same room as so many of these famous people that we love who are foodies because I went to the Made by Blitz summer party. Oh, wow. (gasps) Oh, nice. And and that's also another drinking game on this podcast. (laughs) How long will I leave it till I mention Callum? Um, Because (laughs) I I think... Did you meet the plant-based Greek there or have you heard of the plant-based Greek? I don't know if I met the plant-based Greek, but I was definitely in the same room. She's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, Mia went. Um, she does incredible vegan Greek food. Yeah, it was such a good night. And they were actually the tacos that I've been obsessed with for like the last month because we ate them at the the party and then I was obsessed and then as soon as he dropped the recipe I was like when do I make them and I literally Mm. couldn't stop making them because they're so good oh my god I have Mm. to make them yeah they're like crispy tofu barbecue miso sauce oh nice that sounds so good I love tofu also an underrated that is underrated people think it's only if you're vegan no, it's like because a, they don't know how to flavour it right. Very true. That's my friend. She had like this pudding tofu and she oh, put like yeah. all these little, yeah. yeah, like all these nuts on top and then honey and it was really, really good. I um, do that a lot. Yeah. I make a lot of desserts with silken tofu a lot of the time. Very yum. Mm. And now for my controversial question. Which is your favourite ring on the hob? <laughs> I love uh, this question. <laughs> Mine's the um, bottom left. Mine's bottom left. Ah! <laughs> I don't know. I think it's like, because it's the medium one, isn't it? I'd say. Mine here, my dad's, it's the biggest one. Yeah, actually, no, I'm thinking it is the bigger one. But then thinking about that, when I'm at my mum's, it's the top right. See, I still just love if I had to pick one. I, yeah, if I had to pick two, it'd be top right bottom left but I'd always opt for the bottom left just because it's nearer to you yeah, so you've yeah. got more control and you're not like feeling like you're reaching over yeah. other hobs what's yours um mine is the bottom left as well as well nice oh, no. sorry or bottom right bottom right oh where are you a left or righty Hand- I am right handed oh okay I was just seeing if there was any like no, I'm just dyslexic, so I went. No. <laughs> um, okay, final meal questions. <laughs> okay, so it's your final meal ever. You have no boundaries on how much you can eat. What will you be having and why? So, what is your starter or starters of choice? Mm. Oh. oh, God. Well, I already know that I would definitely have calamari on there. Mm. That is a must. I think hummus with some like pita bread or flatbread or something yummy. Um, bit of pomegranate in there. 
Um, oh, chicken gyozas. They. Nice. Oh, yes, please. Um, put a few spring rolls in there. I think once you get talking town, there'll probably more that will come to me. Yeah, I know. I can. So the calamari, I didn't even think that, but I'd definitely do that. I think I just have a whole mezzo board because you know me, I love, mm. I love Lebanese food. Um, maybe yeah, get yeah. me some tacos as well. You know, some nice shrimp tacos, mm. some nice cute bites there with the lime and the zest and everything. And not necessarily the spring rolls, but you did make me think. I love those Vietnamese um, rice paper. Yes, I made those oh, the yeah. day. Summer rolls. Spring rolls, the summer yeah. rolls. Yeah. They are so hard to make. I made them. And yeah, but that's, I've made oh, them. They're so good. Yeah, to, to roll them. Yeah, you have to be really quick. Oh, yeah. sushi. I Sushi and sashimi. I could not not have sushi and sashimi. See, like, Get me some tuna tataki. And some fatty toro on there. <laughs> oh my god! No, that that definitely final meal. If I could just sit in sushi samba for my final meal mm-hmm. and just eat sushi samba nonstop, I think I I would die just happy. Keep going, yeah. I would, yeah. But that could just be my starter. Like yeah. I start off with that. Okay, then corbs. You want to go mains? Uh, mains. What drink are you having with your starter? Um, I'm starting off with a, a, I know it's very boring, but a Lipton iced tea, a peach one. Fair. When you get them abroad in a can, wow, lemon so or where, peach. Well, I see. I I like both of them. I I probably go for the peach, but I found a passion fruit one while I was in Spain. Wow! And we sat on a bench, and it was absolute chaos around us. But we were just like, let's just have this this iced tea, and it was incredible. It's weird you said that because I hardly, barely ever drink it. And then it was two nights ago that I had a lemon Lipton's because just I was just mm, craving it. Yeah. Um, but it, I would go for a kombucha really weirdly. I do love kombucha. Oh, so I do that. That is oh. such a you you thing. <laughs> it is such a me thing. Do you bring your own? Um, yeah. Well, I don't personally, <laughs> but my mum yeah, does. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, but we stop for a bit because if you let the scoby die or whatever and you don't feed it, or you make too much, you've got to stop. Um, but I'm going to try and get it to restart. It's easier than you think, though. It and is, it tastes yeah. so nice. And it's so cheap. I did it for, I would say, just under two years. But I didn't bring it with me to the house that I moved to, that I'm in at the moment. And my yeah. mum didn't Killed do it. it. So it's now murdered. Oh. oh but it's so okay. Sad. I'll start a new one in the new start, year. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to. You've got to. Yeah, when you put ginger tea in kombucha, game-changing. Or like hibiscus as well. It's a really weird one, but hibiscus, kombucha. I haven't tried that. Yeah, or like the ginger as well. That's one that we would do a lot. It's so good. And it's just so healthy for you, but it tastes like a sort of soda. So, Mm. yeah. Or I'd go for a coffee, a proper batch brew coffee. You love a coffee. I was thinking this the other day, like all of your stories is just coffee, coffee, coffee. And I'm like, if I had as many coffees as you, I'd be off the wall. <laughs> I had a chat with, so I went to physio today and my physiotherapist is pregnant. She said, I can only oh. have one cup of coffee just about. And I thought, oh my God, a day. when when I'm pregnant, I'm going to have to drink bloody decaf and it's not going to be the same. You have what? <laughs> like you have more than one coffee a day. I have like three. Oh, yeah. Sam, I literally like had one coffee the other day to keep me going so I wouldn't have a nap while doing an assignment. <laughs> and I was awake. For, I, was, I got so much done. But yeah, I'll go to I sleep fine. Three. I'll go to sleep well, fine. Well, well, but well. mains, mains. I'm, I am thinking I want to get onto the mains because I know what I'm going to say is the complete opposite of what I said for starters. Well, my main would actually include sushi but it's this katsu chicken california rolls so a bit heavier yeah they're from hayashi and it was just normal california rolls and then these this like fried chicken on top with katsu sauce like like spread over it all um and that that was really good um and what else would i have i'd probably have um, a big bowl of ramen (laughs) <laughs> like the biggest roll ever right um so yeah I you can, go 
what I've been thinking about. It's kind of like food truck inspired maybe, but um, a bit bougier. So I would go for a truffle mac and cheese. Ooh. Or like proper cheesy with a confit de canard, which is like the duck, the confit duck. Mm -hmm. It's such a French thing with like a cassoulet on the side. Like I would have a confit de canard with a cassoulet, which is, you know, the French white beans and duck and then they've got like the nice carrots in there and it usually comes in a can but it's the best canned food you're ever gonna eat i think i would definitely have that just those two things i don't know they're just so i bet you would be ten thousand calories in total just for those two things if i had it in bulk i think that's what i'd need 100 yeah. percent. the mac and cheese sounds very nice yeah yeah Solid answers, guys. Um, what drinks are you having with your mains? Ginger beer. Wow. <sighs> just there's just something about ginger beer I'd rather have over any alcoholic. And I'm not like a non like no to alcohol, but I just think ginger beer, like when you're going out and you obviously driving home or whatnot, it's just so it's good. It gives you that bit of kick. It tastes really nice. Yeah, that's what I'm having. I think because my main is kind of wintry vibes, it's probably because we're recording this and it's all, you know, mm. getting cosy. I might go for a mulled wine kind of vibe. Stop. Ooh. Oh, dang. <laughs> I've just pulled a mulled wine bottle onto the screen. This you is... could probably, I think you could hear the clink there. Yeah, yeah, of, of my rings. Um, but I went to Ikea yesterday and this is the best non-alcoholic mulled wine. Mm, nice. So I had some yesterday. It was really nice. Yeah, Did you get any I do love food? a mold one. Oh yeah, I got meatballs. Of meatballs. <gasps> that would so be. That would so be in my last meal. IKEA meatballs. Yes. Oh my god, that would have to be I had, in there. I had them yesterday in IKEA because they're always the best oh, with chips. Yeah. Um, and then no with mom, the mash would see my sister two two of my sisters are with mash and then me and my other two sisters are chips and my mama chips so I think we all win. Um, but she also got like you know the little dame. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh so good. That is so good. Yeah, that is unreal. Have you ever tried the um, pre-made gingerbread mix from IKEA? No. no, it's so good. And I know I promote the fact that I love baking. I do love baking, but that gingerbread—it's like you know how you get ready-done pastry in a block. Yeah, just like that, but gingerbread. So you just roll it out put your cutters in it, put it in the oven. Nice. Oh, wow. And, and I know you're thinking, well, it's a furniture shop. Why mm. would that be really good? Oh, their food it's is incredible. so nice. Yeah, IKEA food is incredible. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought up IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> it was best trip yesterday. I bought so yeah. much stuff. I was in there today. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so what are you having for your pudding? Right, this mm. is so easy for me. And Tam, I think I've spoken to you about this loads Go. before. Oh, is it Cafe Nero? The Cafe Nero salted caramel cheesecake. I knew oh, you were going to say that. My God. Yeah, well, <laughs> I talk about it so much. I've been, I was craving one at the weekend and we didn't go in the end, but I just... It, I feel like whenever I go to Cafe Nero, I am now one of those people where they know that I want a green tea and a salted caramel cheesecake. And it's just... Mm, mm, mm. Love so it. Yeah, that'll be mine. Oh, maybe with like a sticky toffee pudding as well. And some custard. Oh, Cold that custard takes, that that takes me back. That takes me back. Yeah. But cold custard though with a hot pudding. Mm. Controversial, but... Or like a brand, are you a fan of brandy cream or something? I'm just thinking it's Christmas time when we're recording this. I'm just <laughs> yeah. thinking of brandy cream, like brandy cream on a nice, I don't know, like pear and spiced apple crumble, something like yeah. that. Brandy um, butter I, on oh, a mince yeah. pie. Oh, don't. I'm glad that we're all in accordance on the mince pie debate. <laughs> we're all on the right side of it, I feel. Yeah, that would be an issue if yeah. not. Yeah, no, I love it. Um, I would also probably go cheesecake, but 
a traditional Sicilian cheesecake. Yeah. Ooh. I think any sort of cheesecake is just a winner. Mm. Love cheesecake. And then maybe something with pistachio vibe. Um, I love mm. pistachio. So like a pistachio mousse or a pistachio ice cream. But I think the Sicilian cheesecake, just classic. Not much of a crust, just, you know, baked well. A bit of that orange twang. I don't know. It's just there's something about it. Once again, yeah. simplicity at its finest. And what drinks do you have in the puddings? Bailey's hot chocolate or a Quantrona hot chocolate. Um, I think I already mentioned a green tea. Oh, yes. Mm. You did already say that. A mint green oh, yeah. tea, a mango green tea. <gasps> Any sort I of have green a, tea. I have a um, tea advent calendar. <gasps> Shut up. Oh, wow. I yeah. actually have a um I'm not gonna use my laptop, but I have a Holland and Barrett advent Ooh. calendar. Yeah. And it's obsessed so... and jealous. Yeah, there's Can an you do olive a story oil... of it every day, please. I yeah, know I'm gonna have to, it. aren't I? It's got I've just opened, I think it was yesterday or the day before, an olive oil soap. So that'll Ooh. be interesting when I open it. Oh nice. Yeah. So I was gonna do my tea one every day on brunch about yes. because it's kind of on brand. I'm more Can of a coffee you? person. Yeah, I'm more of a coffee person, but I will prove that I drink other hot beverages yeah. as well. I'd like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I just have a chocolate I think calendar. No. I have a bougie one. But they're classics. <laughs> we love a basic one, you know. You just gotta yeah. stay traditional. Okay. Will you be partaking in a cheese board? Yes. I I would. If I could. And <laughs> um, what's on the dream cheese board? I so don't know what it's called. I don't know what this cheese is called, but so this is going to sound really weird and bougie, but at work, <laughs> when we have work events, we get these charcuterie boards, right? Yeah. And I wish I could of message course. my mate right now because he knows what cheese it is. It's a really squidgy cheese with like a red outside. It's almost like, it's basically a big baby bell. I'd have that. Ooh. Yeah, it's really, really good. I can I can find it. I'll find it and send it to you. Um, just probably like a basic cheddar cranberry Wensleydale and like a red Leicester. Probably um, some camembert if I could have it melted as well. Yeah. And then there's this cheese that I used to love in France. It's called a brebis. It's basically just a sheep's cheese, a basic white sheep's cheese. But that used to be my favorite when I grew up and lived in France. So I think that'd be it. And then obviously I'd have to have all the grapes and the chutneys on the side. Mm, grapes, grapes and yeah. cheese are incredible. Yeah, unreal, unreal. Um, I would just have as many vegan cheeses. As I could. Oh, yeah. Sad, but I mean, I know that in I think it was Sainsbury's or Tesco's I saw that they've got like this Christmas little pack now. Vegan, and they have like yeah. little I've four different it. cheeses. So I'm gonna have to try that. I think there's yeah. a brie that's come out as well. So and there's a cheese. So in Camden Market, I had that. A, what the truffle camembert? Oh, not that, but cheese in in general. I went to the allergy food show. And I got the mozzarella, caramelized onion, strong cheddar, and a caramelized onion dip thing. Mm. So that's a really good brand there. Um, but there's one, yeah, the one in Camden food market area. Mm. I bought it and it literally tasted of a truffle camembert, wow. what you'd imagine if it wasn't vegan. But you know what I do rate? The vegan cheeses that aren't fake vegan cheeses in the sense that the ones made with cashews. Me and my mum make them a lot And we do that a lot at Christmas time as well And I love it I absolutely love it If you blend it super fine It's it's definitely not cheese And it's not trying to recreate cheese But yeah. it's its own thing And I just love it Yeah Yum 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 And will you be having crackers or bread With your cheese? Crackers Yeah, I think I would definitely like you know really weirdly a nan cracker. I know they're a bit sort of adult basic like old person vibes, but I no, do fair. love. Yeah. No, I love a nan. Yeah. And I ask this every time someone has a cheese board. Um, do you put butter on your crackers before the cheese or no? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd put. I'd, I would put chutney on there as well. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, 
people think I'm crazy for doing that. They're like, that's just so much. No, like, no, butter. I don't think it's that much. I don't think it's that much, but I'd much rather have salted butter on its own as its own thing. And I would do the chutney and the cheese on another thing. But think think about how nice that would be. A lovely cracker, a good lot of butter, Mm. and a lovely wedge of cheese. I think it just takes, I think the butter would take it away for me, not going to lie. That's fair. But I get what you two are coming from. Yeah. Oh my God. The grape, grape and cheese or yeah. like a strawberry and cheese, you know, like Remy and Ratatouille. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Oh yeah. This is random, but we were talking about cheese boards. Have you seen that trend where people are doing butter boards? Yeah. Yeah. Me and my friend were going to try it because <gasps> we're obsessed with Thomas Straker, the butter man. I yes. just think though, and they're doing cream cheese boards as well that I would get that on board with. That one makes more sense. Yeah. Instead of the butter, because I can imagine cream cheese being far more easier logistically to clean yeah. up after and dip in. Whereas butter, how much butter are you actually going to consume? Yeah, no, yeah. disgusting. I, I like to hear that viewpoint yeah. because it's very similar. Yeah. To- yeah. Cream cheese I can get on board with, but still a lot of faff. Mm. Just have it it's out of pot. Yeah. Too much dairy talk for me. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And what are you having for your final drink? May as well down a white wine. Why not? Fair. At that point, you've had so many grapes. Yeah, I might, you know, end it off with a really nice espresso martini or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for telling me your final meals. They sounded amazing. Yeah, I'm really hungry. It's like all the the foods there, isn't it? It literally is everything, yeah. Okay, so what snacks have you been eating this week? Um, See, this is a really hard one because I'm not a snacker uh, and people find that mind-blowing because I'm such a foodie, but I think because I just have such big meals, Mm. I just don't we've just never snacked and we never really have stuff in the house but I have been going to Lidl and getting some bargains recently and you know the little Alpen bars or the oh what are they called not the naked ones Trek no you tell me your your snacks Tam and I'll be back in a sec so it's similar because I know that you wanted to ask biscuits and stuff I make homemade granola and it could easily be switched into if I didn't crumble it up into granola, how I make it is with like maple syrup and chocolate cacao and oats Mm. and tahini. And I could easily turn them into cookies if I really wanted to. So I'm a big snacker on granola. And so I make chocolate granola and that's what I've been snacking on this week. Or as we mentioned already, peanut butter straight out of the pot. Classic. Mm. Yeah. Those, those two so, are my go-tos. So what I managed to find at Lidl was great little snacks. Oh, and they were quite cheap because obviously normally they're really expensive, I find. Um, but I got these little honeycomb and caramel bite delights. Um, and I got also got these like lemon and blueberry little bites and they, they're really good. So mm, they're my little yeah. snacks um, while I've been working. <laughs> So, yeah. You need to fuel the brain. Yeah. Yeah. And our stomach. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and what do you rate each of those out of 10? Probably a 10 out of 10, I won't lie, because I'm eating it. It's got to be a 10 out of 10. <laughs> See, I'm saying like a five. I'm not, they, they, they're enough, but it's like not like I'm craving them but I think that's maybe just because I'm not craving snacks that's fair. I was going to try a snack on a mince pie earlier but I thought that would then ruin my dinner have <laughs> <laughs> it as a dessert yeah yeah that's what I did I had two <laughs> yeah exactly Fish. there you go yeah I also like making my own granola when I can so mm. it's really good isn't it it's so nice. good and it's so simple as well yeah and you can pick all the different nuts and seeds you actually want in it rather than the ones that are pre-mixed. Exactly. And it, granola itself, when you buy it usually from a store, unless you're going to spend like five quid on natural ones, 
it's just packed with sugar. You're just eating yeah. sugar at that point, you know, have it simple, put some maple syrup or honey instead. And it's, it just tastes so much better. So yeah. good. Well, thank you for telling me those. No worries. So do you have any local businesses you would like to give a shout out to? I mean, I have so many coffee shops that I would love to shout out to. Naive, Best Baked Goods in Fulham and Parsons Green. Love it. There's another little coffee shop place that I don't think gets enough clout in the area. And it's called Rondor Coffee. And it does really, really good coffee. And it's tucked away in the most unsuspecting place. And I want to give them a shout out because I just discovered them recently. And I think they're great. Um, this is one in Lamb. I'm not sure I've mentioned it before, but it's called Cafe Royale. It's a brekkie place um, just off the high street, but it is really, really good breakfast, really cheap, really fast. You're in, you're out. If you're waiting for a table, like you're not waiting for long and it's always packed at a weekend. Um, I, I think as well, it's sad to say that we're going through this you know living crisis but they haven't really put up their prices to an extreme level which i feel like some companies are taking the mick a bit that they're mm-hmm. like oh we this is our opportunity to put prices up because it's fine whereas i feel like this company they've stayed loyal it's a fam i think it's family ran as well uh, which makes it always better um so i want to shout out those and also bebers is a greek place which mm. i've mentioned before um they are family ran and they have just i think they started just before covid hit so obviously they struggled for a bit they but they've absolutely smashed it since so and their food's incredible i think yeah. i broke my long-term streak of veginess and like had mm. lost my meat virginity there yeah. after being veggie for so long just because I couldn't not have yeah. their chicken it was it's good isn't it it's so Worth good and another another quick one to shout out it's the place that got me into brunch and probably set off me into this sort of like foodie spiral since and now they run their own so they basically used to supply ozone coffee which is one of my favorite coffees Mm. and now they're doing their own roasting and it's nelson's coffee in eastbourne and they do the best brunches and now they're roasting their own coffee and Mm. it's just so nice to see such an independent local brand turning into something just that bit more um, yeah. because they're so proud of what they do and they're just trying to do it to the best and I really appreciate that I mean that's the best thing is when companies are there for quality mm. and yeah. they're not doing it for just quantity so yeah yeah agree thank you for those they're added to my list whenever I'm mm. in either of the areas yeah honestly do it yeah I always say this when it comes up with London I just think because I do re- um, when I'm at home, I live relatively near it. I'm from Northamptonshire originally. Um, but whenever I go, I never have enough time to go to all the places it's I want to go too, to. There's too many places. places. Yeah, yeah anyway, definitely try out them. They will be added to my many lists of places mm. to go to. I swear every foodie has a long list. I've got a spreadsheet. I can, share, I can share the spreadsheet <laughs> with you. I love that. <laughs> I'd love to see the spreadsheet. Yeah, it's it's extensive. Okay, so where can people find you both? So we are together, Two Foodies in a Pod on Instagram or Two Foodies oh. in a Pod on Spotify. It's yeah. Two Foodies Pod because... Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, someone had... Pod. We can get in a pod. So it's just Two Foodies Pod um, on Insta. Yeah, and the same, I think, on spotify um but that's thing that's what we found quite cool is that you can just put this um this stuff on on spotify so easily <laughs> sorry i, I took I, a while yeah, yeah i was just like i was just looking at my spotify then i was like well actually our spotify is two foodies in a pod but it is two foodies in a pod just go via um insta. go via insta um and then my Instagram food account is Corby's Hungry Tummy, so Corby with a Y. Um, and obviously Tam's incredible brunch pages. Brunch about, but I am now also, if you are located in Southwest London, um, I am now running 
Best of Fulham, which is part of the Best of the Southwest group. And we post independent food, coffee spots in the Southwest. And it's a sister to the Best of Clapham. Best of mm-hmm. Clapham London, which is a really, really big page on Instagram. So keep an eye out because that's also happening. Exciting. The links to everything you've just said will be in the podcast notes and on the Spotify, Spotify, you said Spotify, mm. Instagram um, posts. They'll be everywhere. So don't Perfect. worry. If you, Thank you. And if you, yeah. if you miss it, someone DM me. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, thank, well, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I've absolutely no, loved our chat. Us. Thanks for having us. It's yeah, it's been fab. Fun. No, we should just have foodie chats all the time. I know. I love a foodie chat. I literally we could go on forever. Yeah, yeah we, really we have could. to stop ourselves. So yeah. Well, thank you so much, and I will probably speak to you both very soon. But thank Definitely. you again for coming on the podcast. No worries. Oh, no, thanks for having us. Well, bye. See you later, bye. guys. Bye. How fabulous was that episode with Two Foodies Pod? I love chatting to the girls. I had the best time and I genuinely think we could have talked for hours. So it was a good job that we had some form of structure in the questions because otherwise I am pretty sure we would have been speaking for a really long time and this podcast could easily have been three hours long. So thank you again to Tamsin and Corby and I will link their podcast everywhere but that is two foodies in a pod on Spotify um so if you like this podcast I am 100% sure you'll love theirs because it's just as chatty and full of food and I love it I love listening to it and I'm pretty sure that you will too But if you would like to follow their food accounts, they are Brunch About and Corby's Hungry Tummy. So both of those will be linked and I recommend you give them a follow because they're both such great gals. I wanted to say a massive thank you to you for listening to the episode. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as we did chatting. Um, And if you would like to hear more from my podcast, Butch Baker Podcast Maker, why not subscribe? Um, Because then you get new episodes when I'm organised. So this is the first episode back since my break over Christmas. If you follow me on socials, you'll already know that I was unsure about recording this outro whilst I still sound a little bit coldy because I had the flu and then a sinus infection and I just cannot seem to get the wellness Back at the moment and I am guessing lots of other people are feeling the same because at the moment I know lots of people who are not very well at the moment due to the super colds that are going around but I hope you had a lovely Christmas break I had a lovely Christmas break apart from being ill um all the lovely food and I got to spend time with my family um and it was just super lovely so uh welcome back to the podcast and happy January that actually reminds me me rambling on (laughs) if you would like to hear any more rambles that sometimes are more concise than this it depends on the day um you can follow butcher baker podcast maker on um instagram facebook and tiktok because i post on there nice content and if you are interested in cookbooks that is definitely the place to be because i'm bringing back cookbook of the week and maybe when this episode's gone out cookbook of the week might be reinstated so go and have a look and also if you enjoy reviews of cookbooks um check out butcherbakerpodcastmaker.com because then there are more in-depth reviews um on the website so that's very exciting in my opinion i hope you find it exciting too and for my music recommendation of this episode 
I'm just going to name a whole artist. I'm going to name the 1975 because they are the artist band that I am seeing this month and I am seeing them when I'm recording this outro. It will be on Friday, but by the time this has uploaded, I'll have already have been. Um, So if you like indie music or just a crazy band that are quite entertaining and release some absolute bangers, I recommend the 1975, but you probably already know who they are and you probably already listened to them. But that's my recommendation of this episode. I don't know if I've said this one in a while, but if you have a spare moment, if you could review the podcast, that would be fantastic because I know that you can review on Apple Podcasts and I think you can also now review on Spotify as well. So if you could give the podcast a nice review, um, not swaying your um, views, but I'm hoping it will be nice. Um because that helps more people find out about the podcast. But if you don't want to review the podcast or post it publicly that you listen to it, because it's, yeah, um, you can always tell your friends and family, because if they like a food podcast with a lot of chat, I think they might like this. And two foodies in a pod, obviously. So, foodie friends, I think that might be enough chat from me, but I really hope you've enjoyed this crossover collaboration podcast with the girls at um, Two Foodies in a Pod because I really enjoyed it, as I've said so many times, um, and I hope you're having a lovely day whilst you're listening to this, and I will speak to you very soon. series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy from recipe favorites to biscuit chat.